You're listening to I Love This TV Show, The Golden Girls. Hi, and welcome to the I Love This TV Show podcast. I'm your host, Noelle from pastasworld.com. Each season of this podcast will contain a TV show in full. This means the length of the season depends on the length of the TV show. The first season is, of course, The Golden Girls. The Golden Girls, Season 2, Episode 18, Forgive Me, Father. Original air date, February 14th, 1987. In this episode, Rose comes home and is upset. Another driver was verbally abusive to her. Sophia is trying to get her bingo kit together. She tells Rose she should have shouted back at the guy. She shows Rose a few gestures. Dorothy and Blanche come home and are concerned about a guy she has spent two Saturday mornings working on booths with. He has not asked her out yet. Blanche tells Dorothy to go after him herself. Blanche decides to teach Dorothy some new moves by role-playing with her. Dorothy is horrified. It's now the next Saturday. She nearly gives Frank a heart attack. Then she gives him some coffee. They have some banter. She then asks him over for dinner. It's now the night of dinner and bingo. Dorothy comes out and Blanche does not approve of her outfit. She tells her to find something brighter to wear. In the kitchen, Blanche and Rose discuss Dorothy's crush on Frank. The doorbell rings and it's Frank. He's dressed as a priest. Blanche thinks he's collecting money. When he introduces himself, she turns into a blathering idiot. Frank realizes Dorothy did not know he was a priest. Rose joins them. She starts going on, but she does not realize he's a priest. Dorothy comes out and sees his cleric's clothes. She's livid. He assumed that she knew. It becomes awkward, and they all sit at opposite ends of the couch. They survive a strange dinner. Rose asks him quite a few odd questions back in the house that leaves him just shocked and silent. In the kitchen, Blanche tries to tell Dorothy that she sees something in Frank's eyes. They start to fight as they head back into the living room. Sophia arrives home. She's upset about her bingo game. She suddenly asks about Dorothy's date. Rose tells her that Father Leahy is her date. Sophia looks shocked. She asks Dorothy to chat with her. Frank makes a hasty exit, but does ask to have dinner with Dorothy. He tells her he's about to make a very important decision to leave the church. Dorothy can't sleep. She had a nightmare. Rose comes back with a cheesecake and ice cream. Rose tells them how she and Charlie almost didn't get together. There was a feud between the two families. Sophia has to rub it in to Dorothy. Sophia goes to church to confession, sort of. She thinks Frank is the in the confessional, but it's a different priest. He's walking around in the church talking with the pastor. He's decided to be a teaching priest. Dorothy arrives and finds Frank to talk. The conversation is another misunderstanding, as their whole relationship has been. She is mortified, but he tells her that she's helped him see where he can do the most good. Frank and Dorothy hug as Sophia comes out of the confessional, horrified. Favorite quotes. Blanche, 
Oh, no, honey, but take a chance, be a woman. Blanche. With a little help from us, I think she could fire Cupid's arrow into the tushy of love. Rose. Tushy of love? For some strange reason, I find that provocative. Blanche. Oh, God, now I'm lying to a priest. Frank. We do a lot of things real people do. Blanche. Except for one very important thing. Boy, is that going to put a hitch in Dorothy's plans? Frank. You look lovely tonight. Dorothy. I look like the mother of a solid gold dancer. Sophia. Don't date a priest. It's bad luck. Sophia. I thought I heard voices. Now I see that only two of them are God-fearing. Dorothy. No matter how strongly you feel, I cannot let you leave the priesthood for me. Frank. What? Dorothy. If you're not leaving the priesthood, then I've just made a complete ass of myself. Excuse my language, father. But as an English teacher, I can tell you that's the most appropriate description. Forgive me, Father. This episode really feels more like a comedy of errors and miscommunications as we go. So the main focus on this episode is Dorothy has a crush on this guy named Frank, who's a teacher at the school with her. But he's only she's only seen him on two Saturdays, and she finds it strange that all of the students call him Frank. They don't call him Mr. So-and-so or... Anything else, because, you know, she's Miss Vornak. And she hasn't really talked to him much. She doesn't really know anything about him, but she has a major crush on this guy. And so she discusses this at the house with Blanche and Rose. Blanche, of course, tells her she should take the aggressive track and ask him out. Go on a date. Get him, get him, get him, get him, because it's a man. You know, and Rose, of course, she's always the calmer one, and she always gets dubbed the prude, but she really has a lot of common sense in regards to, like, this kind of thing. If it's a situation where you're unsure what's going on or if you're going to feel uncomfortable, and she suggests, well, have him come to the house for dinner, because then everyone can meet him, and then everyone can let her know what they think, and they can ask different questions and carry the conversation if Dorothy's too tongue-tied due to her nerves to carry on a proper conversation herself, which does seem to be an issue for her around men she likes from time to time. So she does decide, yes, we're going to go with Rose's idea. And then from there, from there, she finally gets up the nerve to talk to him. She almost causes him to fall off a ladder, which is just kind of funny. But she invites him over for dinner to the house and he accepts. They don't discuss really much of anything else. It's just a very weird and awkward conversation. And for an English teacher, that just always makes me laugh. You know, she teaches English and she teaches literature and she just loves to diagram sentences. And who, I mean, who honestly loves to diagram sentences? But Dorothy does. And so we come to the night of this date. And of course, what Dorothy's wearing is just something that's kind of drab. For most of the show, her clothes are a bit drab. They're not flashy. They're not much of anything. It's like, The people on staff couldn't figure out how to dress a tall woman. They could only figure out how to dress the three short ladies. And so he finally shows up and Blanche 
is like, oh crap, this is not good. He's a priest. How did Dorothy not know he's a priest? You know, so of course, you know, Dorothy doesn't know because she's still in the back getting dressed. Blanche is talking to him. And it's just like the conversation goes soft in a hurry because he realizes that Dorothy didn't know that he was a priest. And then it's like the realization comes when he's like, oh, she's never seen me in priest clothing. Well, no, of course not. I mean, if it's a Saturday, you know, and then that's an interesting thing, too, because priests are not required to wear their priestly outfit when they're, you know, not physically at church or doing church business. You know, they're allowed to wear regular clothes just like everybody else. And so if you don't know someone's a priest and they're in regular clothes, you're not going to act any different because, well, you don't know. You know, and it's not like there's like 10,000 priests for every square mile or anything. You know, it's usually kind of hard to find a priest nowadays. <sighs> but yeah, Dorothy's reaction. Oh my gosh, Rose's reaction is so priceless. She just keeps going on and going on and it just does not click with her. You know, I guess she might just be thinking a minister for the first couple of minutes of that conversation she has with him. And Blanche is like, Rose, 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 you know, trying to make her realize, you know, this is not the appropriate conversation to have with this person. And it's just, it cracks me up constantly because finally Rose is like, oh my God, he's a priest, isn't he? And like, it's this horrific thing. I mean, it's not a horrific thing. He can do pretty much everything anyone else can do. He just can't have sex and he can't get married. Although I guess he probably shouldn't date either then because that kind of leads to the other two things. You know, priests are supposed to be solitary and just men of God and that's that. They're kind of married to the priesthood, so there's no women in their lives. But they still good to have their moms, their sisters, and their friends. But Dorothy, she finally comes out. She's completely blindsided by this whole thing, which is understandable because none of the students called him Father Leahy which is his actual name, Frank Leahy. They didn't call him Father Frank or Father Leahy. They just called him Frank. And if there was no announcement made at the school that, you know, this new guy is blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, it's weird because I know that when I worked at a school, whenever someone new came on staff, it was announced who they were and like there was a little history involved. And so you you understood who you were working with. At this school, it just seems a little what's the right word? Disorganized? Yeah, disorganized works. But I mean, it's just like, it's very strange. It's like, you know, but I mean, you also don't see him have a rosary or anything like that. He's just in pants and a flannel and shoes. So, I mean, I guess, but yeah, Dorothy's reaction, poor Dorothy. She's just humiliated and embarrassed and oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, you got to feel for her. She doesn't have the best luck with men. You know, look at Stan. Ugh. You know, look at some of these other guys that she's dated through the course of this show, too. It doesn't usually end very well. You know, something goes horribly awry. And so I do feel for her because, once again, her, her man curse is in full effect. And she's embarrassed and she's mortified because she's Catholic. And he's a Catholic priest. Catholics, above all else, know you don't date a Catholic priest. They're not allowed. And so she's like, oh my God, this is some kind of horrible misunderstanding. And so they, they, they kind of talk, they try, but it's clearly just uncomfortable from this point forward. You know, then when her mom, Sophia comes home and Sophia's like, Dorothy, it's bad luck to date a priest. You know, it's like, yeah, well, we didn't know he was a priest when we invited him over to dinner. 
This is all just a big misunderstanding. And it just continues on because Frank says something cryptic when he leaves. You know, you've helped me make this big decision. And, I mean, she she thinks because of all Blanche's, what she's been saying throughout this whole evening, that he's going to leave the priesthood to have a romantic relationship with her. You know, and so when she goes to talk to him again the next day at the church that he's based out of, and they discover again that it's yet another miscommunication. He's not leaving. He's not giving up being a priest. He's just giving up being a priest at a church because he's going to go and be a teacher full time. But he's still going to be a priest. So, yeah, it's just miscommunication after miscommunication after miscommunication. And considering that Dorothy is an English teacher, she should be much better at communicating. But, I mean, so should Frank because... As a priest, you have to give a homily when you do Mass, and you have to be cohesive and coherent when you give that homily about what the readings are, you know, and how you're interpreting them and, you know, explaining them and stuff. So, I mean, both of them should be really top-notch communicators, and throughout the whole course of this very short friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it, they just completely drop the ball left, right, and sideways. You know, she usually only gets this tongue-tied and messed up when she likes a guy. But it's like, Frank is having issues communicating too. So maybe he does actually have some feelings for her. Or maybe it was just how the actor kind of chose to play it. You know, it gets very, very interesting. And Sophia is really the only kind of saving grace for comedy relief in this episode. Because, you know, her line in the house, you know, Dorothy it's a bad luck state of priest. I mean, that's the general thing she's saying, you know, although she could go farther and say, you know, it's a mortal sin. You're going to hell and all this other things, you know, she could go on the whole crazy super zealot end of the spectrum there, but she doesn't. Although I do get a kick out of when she goes over to the, the church that he's at and she thinks that she's talking to him in confession. She's giving him this big, huge lecture. You know, but she's not talking to him. She's actually talking to some other poor guy who just looks completely confused. This priest is like, I think what is, I don't know what's going on. I mean, he literally looks afraid by the end of the short little thing, which really, really just like totally cracks me up because, you know, priests are these care are these people who deal with all kinds of things. You know, they deal with death all the time. And one thing they usually have to do is leave their personal feelings out of it. But since he's not face to face, Pardon me. I guess he doesn't have to like leave his feelings out of it. He can just be like, this is weird and confusing. And I don't know what's going on. And so Dorothy's sitting with Frank in the pew when Sophia comes out of the confessional. And she's like, oh my God, it's like you didn't hear a thing I said. And of course he didn't because he wasn't in there. But it's like Sophia's on her mission to save her daughter. And so it's just it's just so funny because even Sophia doesn't realize that she's just like a couple beats behind on it too. And yeah, this episode really should have just been like a comedy of errors, a comedy of misunderstandings, a comedy of miscommunications because it just it's just nobody's on the same page. Nobody's even on the same in the same reading the same book in this episode truly. For like Frank and for Dorothy and for Sophia and for Rose and for Blanche. Because you know, Blanche's story about her man of the cloth, which was like, I think, a carpet salesman. Yeah, it was a carpet salesman at some point. Or a fabric salesman. I don't know. She's She's got so many men, so many stories. And it's just, like, funny. 
Because her goal is always the exact same thing, and she's always trying to get Dorothy to be more aggressive. But in this case, it truly backfires. And then Dorothy just kind of becomes a bit, like, withdrawn and reclusive again. And, yeah, I mean, humiliation and that kind of thing. Just It always makes you just kind of pull back inward a little bit and be like, I need to take stock and reevaluate what exactly is going on. Because this did not go well. Ah, but yes, that is poor Dorothy's lot in life in the Golden Girls. Thanks for tuning in to the I Love This TV Show podcast. If you would like to make a donation in support of this podcast, you can through Cash App to Pasta26MC. That's pasta, like the food, the number two, the number six, M as in monkey, C as in cat. If you would like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, please send an email to t2podcast at pastasworld.com. As always, you can go to pastasworld.com for more information. It's been great reliving this episode with you. Please check out the podcast website, anchor.fm forward slash I love this TV show, no spaces. You'll be able to see the show notes and also support this podcast. To check out everything I'm up to and nerding about, head over to pastasworld.com. You'll also find additional content there. Thanks for listening and stay golden.